Just messing with y'all. It's your boy Jay Gons, aka Monsieur Gonzalez. If you guys aren't familiar, let let this be familiar to you guys. I ain't go now by Monsieur Gonzalez. I was dubbed that. I went to Denny's a couple weeks ago in Virginia, and uh, the guy he he dubbed me Monsieur. And I think that you guys should have been calling me that since day one. So from now on, that's what I'm gonna go by. But um, this week, Sal, Skylar, they were busy. They couldn't be here. But it's been a couple weeks since we talked. So I just wanted to get a couple things out. This, that audio drip, of course. But I mean, so let's start this off. A couple weeks ago, I went to uh, something in the water. That was Pharrell's first festival. And I just got to say, I mean, I had a really good time at this fest. Um, The first day it got rained out So that Friday was a little bit of a bummer Um, They didn't handle it the best I'm just going to be straight up They had us waiting in the parking lot For a couple hours before they finally said That the weather had caused it to be cancelled So we weren't able to catch Janelle Monae, Migos, Dave Matthews For us supposed to bring out Gwen Stefani that night um, a couple more people But I mean overall The festival was pretty good Obviously when you have a new festival Things aren't Always The easiest to run because it's the first time And as far as The weather goes people were complaining Yelling at Pharrell because you couldn't See Dave and Migos But he can't control that So you can't really be mad At Pharrell for that But I will say that as far as the entertainment, the actual performance, they killed it all weekend. And there were just some highlights that I need you guys to hear. Um, first of all, Katrinata, insane DJ. The Neil Soul vibes, just the whole mood where we were right by the water on the beach. That was just everything I needed. My only criticism was that I wanted it to be nighttime because that would have just set the tone. If we would have had some crazy lights, I would have been going nuts. I mean, we already, you know, sipping a little, drinking, having fun. There was a cloud in the air, of course. We're on the beach, Virginia Beach. But um, a couple other things that I need to talk about. Teddy Riley. That boy is still great. That man is still great. He, by far, just... His his stage presence alone is insane. Teddy Riley, obviously a legend most of us know. Our parents, they hold them to such a high standard. And that guy, man, it doesn't matter how old you are. You could be 13, you could be 8, you could be 47, 65... I think that he could perform for anyone and I myself I was really just entertained and I wouldn't want to say impressed because I knew that he was going to kill it but I mean he was so good that I would go see a Teddy Riley concert just by myself that's how good I thought Teddy Riley was so if you ever get a chance make sure to go check that Teddy Riley because man him and his band they killed that shit you would not know that they are the age they are but um, another another elder statesman that killed it this weekend was Charlie Wilson. Man, 
he still got the pipes. Like, I, I just got to be honest with you guys. Charlie Wilson still got it. There's nothing that I can say that was a criticism of Charlie Wilson. That boy still got it. And that, that leads me into the the high headline of the weekend. Obviously, it was Pharrell's fest. So, Pharrell, he, uh, he had to make up for the night before because, as I was telling you guys earlier, um, Friday night was rained out. So, we didn't get that Friday show. Pharrell was supposed to come on um, right before Diplo, who we also didn't see. And he had a couple friends lined up for that. Uh, Gwen Stefani wasn't able to show up, but man, Pharrell delivered Saturday night. I mean, some of the things that he did on that stage, that was a moment of history. I don't even know how he's going to top it, but I'm going to just bring run down the list of the people that Pharrell brought out. He brought out Tyler, the creator, who was not advertised at all. He brought out Usher, Busta Rhymes, Snoop. And Charlie Wilson And to top it all off Also Missy Elliott and Timbaland And to top it all off He brought out The GOAT himself Mr. Jay-Z Hove Now Oh man When I tell you these two Killed it They killed it I mean everyone killed it From Snoop To Charlie To Tyler It was an insane show But Jay-Z and Pharrell doing front and live. I never thought that I'd be able to see that. Pharrell just, you know how he just has that little singing part on there? He sounds just like he does on the record, which that just put a big smile on my face because I just love when artists sound the way they're supposed to sound. Um, The way they sound on the record and they sound in real life. That's just how I like it. But um, I just want to say this. I was born in 92. Obviously, Jay-Z's biggest run was probably late 90s, early 2000s. So I was really young when Hove was running shit and doing shit with everything that he had. You know, Rock Rockefeller and that whole crew he had, Beanie Siegel, Freeway. You know what I'm talking about? But, um... Hove by far is the goat of hip hop. I, I I've denied it for so many years. Me myself personally, I'm not gonna lie to you. I'm more of a Nas to Hove. That's just that's just me personally. That's just more style of rap that I like. I like the Nas style, but without a doubt, checking out Hove live. Hove is the goat, man. Like. There, there's just the amount of hits he has and his stage presence alone. When Hove comes out, it's just like that's a superstar on stage. You could tell. Like there was a lot of stars, as I just told you, Usher from Snoop to Timbaland to Missy Elliott, but Diddy, Busta Rhymes. When Hove came out, I don't know, man. It was just something was different. Hove. He just has he just has this stage presence and there's just so much history around them and he just has the hits. Hove is by far the goat and continuing on Hove moving away from uh, something in the water. The night before Hove uh, they reopened Webster Hall and Hove did a B-side show and at that show 
Hove brought out, obviously, Jim Jones and Cameron. You guys know already. And I just don't, I just need you guys to understand how big of a moment that is for hip-hop because that was such a big beef growing up. Like, I just remember the whole Rockefeller breakup, the whole uh, Dame Dash and Hove. They didn't end up on good terms. And obviously, Cam and Jimmy and the diplomats, they went towards Dame's side and Hove went towards his side. And then Cam and Jay-Z, they had their beef and we got countless jams and there was so many disses. And I just remember that Cameron... Um, you rocking, you rocking the uh, chancletas with your toes out. That whole line, um, that was just a monumental moment in history. But last week, Cam and Hove got on stage together, and you may not know. You might, you're probably, you could be younger than me, could be older than me. Maybe you don't know, but that was a big moment for hip hop and especially New York hip hop, because. That felt like the last big beef that we needed to settle. There, I feel like everyone else has settled. The only one that we're never going to get is that 50 and Ja, and that goes back to the streets. That's just something that those two guys are going to go down hating each other for the rest of their lives. But, um, yeah, man, it's just... That was... That's just crazy to me that Hove and Cam are together and hove also brought out nas that night which that's just a sign of you see hove unity peace and love and hove hove to me like just move little moves like that and he still has title he just proves that he's the goat over and over again and like i said i'm not even like a hove stand like that like my favorite rapper is 50 and i would pick nas over jay-z but i can't front Hove is the best. And I'm going to leave it like that because I don't want to keep dick riding. I'm not that type. I don't want you guys to think that. But um, speaking about this beef, something really sad going on right now that uh, is is not that appealing to me and actually hurts. We got 50 Cent Young Buck beefing on Instagram and... The reason they're beefing, it's it's a little petty from Fifth. Um, as I said, 50's my favorite, but I mean, this whole thing with Young Buck and he got caught with a transgender, and now 50's just clowning him on Instagram, and now Young Buck's releasing posts where he's just talking about how he can't get his music out, he doesn't know if he's G-Unit. Like, that isn't good for me to see. As I love 50, I love G-Unit, and I just wanted to stop. Like, you two can have your beef, but that needs to stop. And I love 50, but man, you're a 40-something-year-old man, and you're still doing this on Instagram. Like, I, don't get me wrong, one of my favorite followers on Instagram is 50, and I love some of the petty shit he do. But I don't need to see this 50 and Young Buck beef just picture out on Instagram or like that, that should be in house. And I know they had a fallout years ago, but 
that's not something that us unit fans want to see. I don't think hip hop wants to see. And I would just love if that could be settled somehow between them two and we won't see that again. And that, that's all I'm going to say about that. I don't really want to put too much light onto that, but I just need y'all to know. I know some of you guys are probably feeling the same way. But we don't want to see 50 and Buck Beef in public. That's just not, that's not a good look. That's not good for hip hop. That's not good for anyone. Now, we're, the next artist we're going to talk, he's another gangster rapper. Now, our previous episode, episode 36, we covered habits and contradictions. And you know who that is by the schoolboy Q, Groovy Tony. Now, this, uh, this album, Crash Talk, the singles, as my co-hosts Sal and Skyler were saying, they weren't really a fan of Num Num Juice and obviously Chopsticks with Travis. But I think that I think that Schoolboy he kind of he kind of fooled everyone, especially my co-hosts. Maybe not fooled them, but he just misguided them because the first two singles, Chopsticks and Num Num Juice, they were a little more mainstream cookie cookie cutter like that type of simple stuff but this album is great um obviously came out almost two weeks ago now um i'm really feeling it like that's all i've been playing i i really i really just can't i can't i can't stop listening to it that's what i want to hear like man q's back on his shit now, I'm going to tell you something. This Lies, whoo, Ty Dolla Sign and YG. Let me give you something. Stop playing games with me. That shit ain't okay. Hey, hey, hey. Yeah, you know you got I'm best singer. Montesir Gonzalez. Monsieur Gonzalez. You know what it be. But, um, yeah, I mean, this, this album is just, it's really good. And there were just some... Um, Obviously, number three in the country. That's about to be go final. He sold about 78K first week. So, obviously, Q didn't get that number one. But he got the number one hip-hop album in the country. And I'm sure it's going to be on the charts for weeks to come because that's a great piece of work. But um, that album, Q did a couple interviews. And there was just two things I just wanted you guys to uh, to hear. I don't know if you guys heard them, but... Q was saying um, for this album, it was supposed to come out last year. And of course, the unfortunate passing of Mac Miller, R.I.P., um, he pushed it back. But Q did an interview and he was saying that um, he kept the album the same. He actually played this album for Mac Miller before Mac passed. And Mac told him, yo, this is popping. Like, yeah, this, this is it. And um, he was actually saying that the only song that he added on here was Num Num Juice. He kept everything else the same. And a lot of the factors was because of Mac. And that is heartwarming. It's sad. But like, yeah, I'm I'm really fucking with this album. Like, that was a good call by Q. Um, For me, this this. This is way better than the last one. I can't even, I can't even lie to you. Like blank face. This is this. This is way better. Blank face. Just off the rip. I could tell you that. And um, the other thing I wanted to tell you guys about this album. Q was saying that uh, kind of funny that for for all his albums, 
Kendrick takes his albums and he just adds ad-libs all over. And Q was just saying he thinks that Kendrick probably thinks he owes him something because he used to be his hype man. So Kendrick will like be real critical and judgmental. And Q just just opened up and he was like, yeah, so I don't know. Kendrick just be taking my album and then he gives it back and there's ad-libs everywhere. And if you're really listening to the album, you could tell that. Kendrick's ad-libs just be everywhere And that's just a neat fact For like TDE fans For Schoolboy Q fans Kendrick fans Like I love seeing that Like that's just a good camaraderie And uh Camaraderie And just You know what I'm saying? Like that's just a good vibe Like I love the teamwork I love that vibe And we need that Black Kippy album That's all I'm gonna say about that But um A new album A couple new albums I want to talk about Coming out real soon We got a You guys ready for this? We got a new Danny Brown album Now I've been waiting for this album For a while It's been three years since Danny's last project Which was Atrocity Exhibition Which I thought was a really good album But it was slept on Like I don't even remember A lot of people talking about it When it came out um, he obviously had that big single with Earl and Kendrick on it, um, which I, I, I genuinely, I still bumped that. And, um, he had a song with, uh, Be Real called High. And I don't know, I just, that's, that's my jam. Like, I still bumped that on the daily. But this one is called You Know What I'm Saying. And t- executive produced entirely by Q Tip, which that's kind of like a weird combo but if you think about it it really isn't because those guys are very similar so they're very similar in the way that they're kind of like outcasts of hip-hop like i I feel like q-tip when he first came out and the tribe they were a different sound but we've grown to love them and that's kind of how i feel about danny man like especially with hip-hop just becoming more just cookie cutter and everything sounds the same in a time when everything sounds the same and trap is all we hear i'm really excited for a danny brown album because i'm just tired of the same old same old and that will that that's kind of why my co-hosts were a little disappointed in the singles with going back to schoolboy q because chopsticks and num num juice kind of sounded like everything else and we don't want that like we want we want people to be different that was something in the 90s that we need to bring back just the fact that everyone had their own sound because i'm really tired of everyone sounding the same that's not what we want in hip-hop at least for me at least i'll speak for the crew skylar and sal you know i'm talking about rap takes but i'm i'm genuinely looking forward to this danny brown album and i know that a lot of you guys are too but final thought i want to talk about megan d stallion this girl about to be a superstar like let's be real she's the next big female act from hip-hop she's the next big act in hip-hop she has superstar written all over her now you you may be familiar you might not be but she just announced that her new album fever is coming out may 17th so be on the lookout for that but she has a smash out right now that all the girls reacting to it's called big old freak 
and lyrics are a little graphic, but I feel like that's what's in right now. Like, obviously, we got Cardi, who's very graphic, and City Girls, and this D Stallion, that girl got bars. Like, I just want you guys to know, she could rap. Like, she could rap, rap. Don't, don't, don't diss her because she she has sex appeal and she uses her body to promote her music, which I'm not going to lie. Man, if I look like her, I would too. But if I was a female and I look like her, I would too. Don't get that. Don't get that twisted right there, guys. But man, Big Ol' Freak is a, is a smash. And that's about it. Any day now, I think that's going to go number one. But she got a couple songs out right now. Big features too. She got Freak Nasty. Well, that's just her song. And then she's on, she gets it on that Wale pole dancer, which has become a low-key low key jam. Like, that, that's a smash right there, too. I bet you the strip clubs are going ham. I haven't been able to check that out yet, but I bet you that one's killing the strip clubs. And she also was featured on that talk. Can we just talk? You know what I'm saying? That's that Khalid right there. I got that smooth. You know, you know, you know guys, I got that smooth vibe. Don't, don't be dissing your boy. I got... Miss Yora Gonzalez, best singer, but uh, she's on that talk remix with Yo Gotti. That's a big look for her. So I just want you guys to get familiar with Megan D. Stallion. I know we don't really, we haven't, we haven't really got into a lot of these female rappers, but we're gonna start paying more attention to them, and we might cover uh, the Stallion album, D. Stallion album. Tina, aka Tina Snow, in case you guys didn't know, but we might be covering one of her albums, maybe this one or the one prior to this, because this girl has superstar written all over her, and I just want you guys to be aware, always, of course, first, like, we want to put you on, we want to help you, you might put us on to something too, you could tweet us or anything like that, tweet us, Instagram message us, but um, I really want you guys to be aware of Megan Thee Stallion. Keep an eye out. Keep an ear out. This girl is going to be a megastar. But, um, yeah, that, that's it. This was just a quick little drip. It's been a couple weeks since we spoke to y'all. Um, obviously, it was just me this week, Miss Sierra Gonzalez. But uh, we might have something else dropping this week featuring the whole crew. If not, tune in next week. We're going to have some new-ish for you guys. But um, as always, you can check us out on iTunes. Make sure to give that five-star review, guys. We need that five-star review. We need that five-star review. But um, also, check us out on SoundCloud. That's where we're home bases, SoundCloud, iTunes. And you can follow us on Instagram, Twitter and the YouTube videos are coming out guys. We're we're going to keep releasing those. Keep checking those. I know that YouTube is starting to be big, so we're trying to hop on that movement. Um I mean it's already big, but it's starting to become number 1 I think in the media market. But um yeah, that's it for this week guys. You know, it's that audio drip. Splash. Drip drip. Can't do rat take strip trip. Splash.